Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Noam Rauscher, and today we'll be discussing Masechet Pesachim, the tractate of the Talmud, which deals with matters of Passover, page 11. Page 11 continues with a conversation originally started on page 10, in which a rabbi is introduced in the Mishnah, a conversation about how we're supposed to search for chametz if we don't necessarily follow the schedule of when we're supposed to search for it, beginning on the eve of the 14th of Nisan. A rabbi suggests that if we miss the opportunity to search for it at the appointed time, we can search for it, in fact, throughout the Chag of Passover. This calls into question our general notion of Jewish law being so exact. In the process of page 11, our rabbis discuss what other things we might do during the course of a celebration or the course of a time period in which certain prohibitions might be in place. For instance, they discuss the idea of collecting or harvesting grain during the Omer when we may have needed to harvest it prior to the Omer. They also discuss the idea of drawing water using a bucket in which the rope that was attached to the bucket broke. How we might go go about collecting that water if on Shabbat we have no reasonable way of doing it without violating Shabbat. For that, for that example, the rabbi suggests tying a knot or tying a bow in a different manner using a different thing to actually tie the bow with in order to lower the water in order to lower the water bucket down into the well. What's interesting is that our rabbis seem to be suggesting that in doing these acts, even though it might be prohibited technically in doing so, we can still accomplish them if we do them in a way that does not exactly violate the prohibition. That is to say, if we do things differently. It's an interesting take on how we should apply Jewish law to our lives. Usually we think of it as being all-encompassing and unwilling to really break unless there's some matter of duress that we need to take exception to. It's also particularly interesting because the mission that begins at the bottom of 11b introduces to us a conversation about when, in fact, or what is the last mode, in fact, that one can eat chametz and one should start burning it. So we've moved from a conversation of you can continue eating chametz or at least searching for chametz throughout the holiday of Passover, necessary, even if chametz might be prohibited, to a conversation about when is the exact time to which we must stop eating chametz and then start burning it. I'm wondering if the Talmud is in some way suggesting, at least symbolically, not necessarily literally, but symbolically, of what it means to change life around in certain ways. Think about it. Being in Egypt is a way of being stuck somewhere. You're handcuffed, you're asked to do a certain job, and you're never really given an option about it. So you're stuck doing the same thing over and over and over again. Egypt, in that way, is not only slavery, it's also imprisonment. And in some ways, it also prevents you from doing new things altogether. You're stuck constantly doing the same thing over and over again. It's repetitive. You don't get to do anything differently in Egypt. Perhaps then freedom is a matter of being able to choose what it is that you want to do whenever you want to do it. Now that being said, you still operate within a larger system of rules and laws, so that even so you could decide what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it, 
you'd still have to abide by all these other policies and rules that brought them system together. I could see then how our two Mishnahs relate. I wonder if it also tells us that in order to truly get out of Egypt, we have to figure out how to do things differently in our lives. That is to say, we could constantly be imprisoned by the same old acts, we could constantly be enslaved by the same old behaviors that we abide by on a regular basis. And sometimes, maybe what we need to do is just change things up every now and then. But it doesn't mean making blanket and encompassing changes in our lives. Maybe we're only talking about making one small change here and there, while still adhering to the natural rules and orders that we, that we impose upon our own lives in order to keep order and keep things organized for us. I wonder if the Talmud is trying to tell us that Egypt is not necessarily only about slavery of physical, of physical proportions, it's also about slavery about spiritual proportions as well. And if that our choices are limited, perhaps one of the things we need to consider is to do things differently in order to liberate ourselves from some type of spiritual Egypt. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.